Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 25th of September, 2023. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube channel, the Wilmsfront Odyssey channel, and the Wilmsfront Rumble channel. I have got the Power Chat link in the YouTube live chat where you can send through a donation with a question or statement, and I'll read it out to and it supports uh, not just uh, Tim's News Explosion, but all Unshackled Productions. It is 9pm here in Melbourne, Victoria, where it is AFL Grand Final Week. So behind me, you can see my scarf. Go the go the Brisbane Lions. We will be up against Collingwood Magpies. Who would want them to win? I mean, they have supporters like Slack Bastard and their leader of their cheer squad for many years was underage boy molester Joffa Korf. There's a lot of crossover between uh, Collingwood membership and Antifa membership. Uh, Antifa had a bad lose in Melbourne on Saturday after claiming total victory last Friday night in Thornbury, where they claimed they chased Nazis uh, from their fundraiser for White Rose Society and the Black Power Union. I can't remember what it, what it was called at the Cafe Gummo. Uh, now, they were promoting all week that they were going to be protesting the National Socialist Network gym out in Sunshine West. And they even uh, posted, they got uh, one of the Daily Show uh, correspondents, Ronnie Chen, uh, to hold up one of their posters, Drive the Nazis Out of Melbourne. And now they ended up, because, uh, well, campaign against racism and fascism, if you follow your Melbourne... <laughs> Melbourne Antifa uh, communist organisations. There's a lot to, to keep up with. CAF, uh, for short, uh, they're connected to the socialist alternative. Uh, so they, at 2pm, they were all out at Sunshine West, which is about 20, 30 minutes to the, the CBD. The Melbourne Worldwide Freedom Rally slash No for the Voice began at 12 it went through the, the Melbourne CBD to Flinders Street. Uh, where, uh, so there were speeches at Parliament, then down at Flinders Street, and then marched back to, to Parliament House. They arrived back at 2pm, and guess who showed up?
Now, that woman who called uh, the NSN assholes and thanked uh, Victoria Police was Jackie Dundee, who is a longtime Melbourne freedom activist. She's been arrested several times and fined by the Victoria Police, so I'm not sure why she is thanking them. And at the beginning, uh, the man who was yelling over the megaphone, no, Tom, no, that's Harrison McLean, who is the leader of Melbourne Freedom Rally. He hadn't been online much this year, posting on Telegram. Uh, so I thought maybe that he'd moved on, but he was there to lead the march. And uh, so you saw Victoria Police for the second time move uh, the NSN off the steps and you saw some fat, Antifa bitch uh, try to steal their Australian flag and then fall to the ground like a fat uh, sack of lard. Uh, so Victoria Police have the authority uh, to remove people from the steps of Parliament under the Parliamentary Precincts Act of 2001. Uh, so the number four schedule parliamentary reserve. And so they were forced onto the south side of the building. Uh, so even though uh, the uh, Antifa were uh, protesting an empty building out at Sunshine, Sunshine West, they were they, they were they were totally to totally uh, humiliated out there. But there was a remnant of them who I guess were hanging around the the Freedom Note of the Voice rally just in case uh, something happened. They unfurled a banner which uh, which had a, in white writing on the Aboriginal flag, sovereignty was never ceded. So they tried to heckle and block Tom as much as possible. Obviously, uh, the, there was a number of freedom people who did not like uh, the NSN being there and accused them of being feds and said, oh, the mainstream media is going to lump you with you lot. There was quite the back and forth, Jackie Dundee. The full video is on the Unshackled YouTube, Rumble and Odyssey. Uh, there's a number of, of back, back and forth between primarily Jackie Dundee and, and Tom. 
Tom, uh, he, obviously the, the NSN, uh, they had their sign voice equals anti-white. Uh, Tom, he, I guess you could call it a, a discussion or negotiation with the, the freedom activists about why he was there or they were there and why they were against uh, the voice. about a, a thousand people at uh, the, the the freedom rally in Melbourne uh, so the the mainstream media uh, they tried to claim there was only about a hundred uh, there was a, a nine news female reporter there every time she tried to do a piece to camera uh, uh, <laughs> and she had two uh, security guards with her they weren't wearing security but they were clearly obviously there to, I don't know, protect her from what, but they're just security. They have no authority to push people away, away from the, the shot or to prevent people from heckling her. Uh, so that was quite amusing. And uh, now at the speeches at uh, Federation, uh, so, sorry, at Parliament House, uh, now Avi Yemeni and Rakshan Fernando, they were not there. They were up in Sydney uh, covering uh, the Sydney uh, Sydney No to the Voice, which was headlined by uh, John Ruddick, uh, Liberal Democrats, MLC for New South Wales, former Liberal federal Liberal MP and now New South Wales Liberal Democrat President Ross Cameron, uh, former United Australia Party and Liberal MP Craig Kelly, and uh, also uh, one of the new uh, One Nation MLCs. Uh, so the 
I saw uh, Damien Richardson uh, there, uh, though he did not speak. Uh, Morgan C. Jonas uh, of the Freedom Party of Victoria, he was uh, invited to speak. And well, this is what happened uh, when uh, he was given the microphone. I'd like to introduce Morgan. I've just seen him. This is not organised. He's just rocked up in the crowd. Would you like to come and have a few words, Morgan? Please welcome Morgan. I've been here. There's no money here for you to make. That's okay. No, that's fine. That's okay. I'm working all the time on the cause. I'm working all the time. You guys want to hear me speak? Should these people leave me alone and just give me some space? Ladies and gentlemen, do we need more or less division in our country? Do we need amendments to our constitution that further divides our people along the lines of race? Do we agree that referendums should be reserved for issues that are designed to unite our country and not divide our country. Uh, now, in fairness to, to Morgan, he was telling the truth. He does have a day job. Uh, he's not uh, frolicking the Northern Hemisphere like his ex-fiance Monica Smith, although she claims that her trip is self-financed, uh, but it is... It is clear that uh, there are not fans of uh, either the Freedom Party or uh, Reignite Democracy Australia in uh, the continuing freedom movement. I thought I saw at the, the rally, I thought I saw Monica, but it was actually the SBS reporter because I could see her microphone flag. So they were there. And uh, SBS News, uh, they were also up in sydney and guess who they interviewed and put to air is hyde park another no rally i am fearful that if it does pass that the voice will be used uh, to go against the parliament's will or against the australian people's will and impose the aboriginal agenda on this country feeling now i saw that white rose society and alternate media watchers were like how come you didn't uh, make sure that you didn't put a neo-Nazi to air? Basically, uh, White Rose Society alternate media watchers, they basically think that the mainstream media should consult them about every person they interview at every rally. Now, uh, the Antifa uh, communists, uh, they are huge fans of the mainstream media when they parrot, <laughs> uh, parrot their narrative uh, to a T. Uh, we, it's it's funny that uh, they even though they 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 want they want to turn Australia into a communist country, uh, they still uh, they still love uh, the love getting mainstream media coverage and want to sh want to shape the the mainstream media 
narrative. Uh, now, there was also uh, the Australia First Groupers there, Gabriel Mare, uh, the host of uh, Australia First. Uh, he, uh, he, he was there. His uh, show is on at uh, 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, an hour before Tim's News Explosion. Uh, so there was uh, quite there, there was quite a large uh, nas- nationalist presence in both cities, though both the the but though the majority of given that it was uh, the note of the voice rallies were held in conjunction with the worldwide freedom rallies, a lot of uh, members of the freedom movement are Aboriginal uh, sovereignty activists, and so there were uh, uh, a lot of them. They are voting no because they believe uh, that uh, having the voice in the constitution would uh, cede Aboriginal sovereignty or to uh, uh, to the the government and the elites or the the corporation who they believe is governing Australia and will lead to global communist takeover. Uh, Tricky Tritty uh, from the People's Revolution, who organises the Brisbane events, uh, he's an Aboriginal sovereignty activist. And uh, now, I I saw this article on the ABC. Well, it's uh, they 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 put it as an investigation, and it talks about uh, this uh, documentary uh, from forty years ago, a uh, red over black, uh, which was, uh, it was also a a book as well uh, by uh, ex-communist Jeff McDonald, and it talks about uh, the Aboriginal land rights uh, movement as uh, it's as part as it's being used uh, by the communists as subversion uh, it's available to free to watch on on youtube so jeff mcdonald talks about how it's a goal of, of communists to undermine western systems of government by championing indigenous rights and sovereignty now the, the there was a segment on abc news and uh, they said oh we just debunked this at the time even though on on aboriginal Aboriginal lands where Aboriginals live, they're basically communist societies. You're not allowed to own private property. All of these uh, Aboriginal self, self-government self uh, areas, they're, they're, basically, uh, uh, they're basically run communist style. So uh, they are a, a communist uh, dreams. And uh, Dave Hiscock, uh, he has uh, retired the XYZ, uh, but it seems his legacy lives on uh, because it mentions uh, this uh, investigation. It is by Kevin Newen and Michael Workman. Uh, so it's, it says that the anti-Semitic website XYZ founded by white supremacist David Hiscock linked McDonald's work to the proposed voice and described it as communism by the back door. Well, Marsha Langton, uh, she was a communist in the 70s, uh, Thomas Mayo and uh, uh, Teela Reid, uh, prominent voice activists, uh, praised the Communist Party of Australia. It mentions the Telegram channel Aboriginal Voice Exposed and, it's, and it uh, mentions it as uh, one of the most shared anti-Indigenous, anti-voice to parliament spaces on, on Telegram. So they're really pumping them up here. And it also it also mentions uh, mentions down here uh, that uh, these uh, uh, these uh, videos it says that since it was uh, so it mentions black peeled 
research uh, videos, as, and it says that uh, since it was posted on Facebook on July 23, it has been uh, shared almost twice as many times as any post by the official Yes 23 campaign. Well, that sucks for the Yes 23 campaign. Has outperformed most official no uh, vote no material, including that of Jacinta Price and no advocate Warren Mundine, most of One Nation's leader Pauline Hansen's. And so they doxed uh, the owner of blacklisted research as uh, Daniel Walker. And so he, uh, when he was contacted by the ABC, he denied that he ever produced videos and blocked the ABC. He later posts about the interaction and other approaches made by the ABC on the blacklisted research Telegram channel. And now it's, it's got here Pat Dodson, who rejects uh, that uh, communists have been a part of the uh, Aboriginal land rights movement and uh, have infiltrated First Nations organisations. And uh, it uh, mentions that, well, it claims uh, that today Communist Australia are split on the voice. The Australian Communist Party has directed its members to vote no, while members of the Communist Party of Australia will ask weekend uh, walking in support of the yes campaign and you remember even though uh thomas sewell and the the nsn i uh, they uh, they 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 were heckled and uh, and yelled at uh by uh, the the no campaigners in attendance uh, the communists weren't kicked out of the yes campaign they were more than happy to to march uh with uh communists and they're also happy uh to march with uh degenerates who wear puppy masks and uh, and uh crop tops uh which expose their fat hairy gut and you see those three women around this this fat guy and they're just non non plus they're happy for this he's basically drinking kink fetish gear they're happy for him to be the official yes rally i mean that's a just disgusting and uh, of course uh, there is uh, uh, remember uh, there is uh, we saw at outside uh, parliament house in canberra uh, last week uh, we saw uh, the disgusting spit uh, now i haven't uploaded this this footage but i'll i'll get i'll, I'll get this this gross footage for you So, yeah, we all the the, the radicals on uh, the yes uh, yes uh, yes campaign side. They there there is there has not not been there there has not been the open disavowal of them. Uh, but uh, of course, uh, the now Fair Australia, uh, which is the official no campaign. Oh, I'll get that disgusting thing off the screen. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this is uh, uh, Associate Professor of uh, Australian National University, Denise Ferris, spitting at a no vote. Get out of the way. Don't you dare Get out of the way. Up. You just grabbed my phone and assaulted me. Get out. Right. That's now. What's your name? What's this crazy bitch's name? <laughs> she just spat Excuse on me. me. What don't, is this crazy bitch's name? Me. Go away. You just spat on me. You've been now done for assault. Go what away. is your name? What's Calling your name? The police. Good. Call the police now. Go you just away. spat on me. Go, I did sorry. not. You did just I spit did. on me. And I love this uh, cartoon. Spit. I did not. Yes, you did. It was captured, captured on camera. 
so yes, these are the, so so we've got disgusting spitters, uh, degenerates, and communists uh, in the Yes campaign. And the, the Yes campaign, a lot of uh, Yes activists, I should say, a lot of them said, oh, we don't condone spitting. Oh, but that guy, he has a history of uh, uh, abusing uh, abusing people he disagrees with pol politically and was taken to court, especially women. So basically saying he asked for it. I mean, uh, provocation is not a defense to anything. And she was not uh, she, she was not spitting in self-defense. I mean, she just should have been like if he was being a rat bag, just be the better person. But these lefties, these triggered lefties, they just can't help themselves. They 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 just get get triggered. Lady of Shalott says she'll probably get a promotion from ANU. Well, she's an Emirates uh, professor, so she's basically retired. ANU have removed her profile from their their website uh, so they've quietly deleted her but going back to this uh, abc investigation and of course uh, uh the uh the the expert uh, that uh, they uh they quoted here going going back here uh leading far right and conspiracy theory researcher cass ross described it as the deliberate infiltration strategy of the anti-voice campaign by sections of the far right and at the end uh, you see how uh triggered uh, uh cass is uh, she is she uh, she's a professor down at the university of tasmania she is basically well she's a she's the size of a walrus uh, basically uh i think she just uh, sits at her at, at a computer uh all all, 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 all the time uh, because she watches everything she watches probably watches me <laughs> she she's even uh looked into my life and uh uh, so she watches all of Blair and Tom's uh, things. She's basically like what Peter Grace used to be, except she doesn't make videos. Uh, so it says, Dr. Ross said Australian white supremacists saw the referendum as an opportunity to build support for their base and grow their audience. The freedom movement, which is naturally opposed to government, was also a fertile recruiting ground for them. I find it very distressing, actually, to see the freedom movement as being manipulated and their biases used to create a convincing narrative to vote no. They may not even be aware that they've been sharing anti-Semitic content. They don't even know they've been manipulated. Now, of course, Cass Ross doesn't support the freedom movement either. Uh, she uh, she <laughs> she calls them cookers as well. Uh, so she's not she's not really uh, sympathetic with. She's just upset that the the freedom people are, are voting no. And no is. Well, the the latest polls, uh, Lady of Shalott, I think mentioned the 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 latest latest poll. Uh, yes is down to thirty six percent. That is news poll, and fifty six percent for no. Uh, there is the Redbridge poll by Cos Samaras, uh, uh, who is uh, one of Dan's buddies. Uh, so that has yes at thirty eight percent and no at sixty two percent. Uh, there was an equally hilarious article over at uh, Crikey, Australia's sleepwalking down the road to white supremacism and obviously uh, using Peter Dutton uh, as the image. It's basically trying to, to dog whistle uh, about him. And uh, Thomas Sewell, uh, uh, Joel Davies and Blair Cottrell are actually quoted a lot of their live streams are quoted here by this crikey columnist, Maeve McGregor. 
and uh, I won't won't go through uh, for it all. It says, uh, it says, it's such insights such as these that show why it's irresponsible and no longer possible for anyone to pretend the sum of the rights actions is a form of harmless pandering to bigotry, bigotry, unreality, and no more. In the same way that Trump's politics changed the paradigm, tenor, or debate on racial issues in the United States for worse, the right to post the voice about herald a shift in the alt rights trajectory. Now, in the years to come, I'll know there is, in other words, a sense of dangerous static energy enveloping the country. And once the lightning strikes, we may find ourselves hostage to the illiberal and extremist currents that come to animate our society. And I quote Sewell, I'm just going to wing it, Sewell said. We're going to start off soft and we might amplify as we get to see how the media reacts and the left reacts. That's how I'm going to play. There lies the potential future direction of our country. And it's frightening. They're frightened because they're going to lose. And so they're trying that, uh, the, the, the argument now that, uh, oh, if Australia votes no, it's because uh, they've been hoodwinked uh, by white supremacist propaganda or uh, that uh, they've succumbed to, to Russian interference because this Age article uh, basically <laughs> it, it, it claimed that all of the no events nationwide were being organised by uh, the Aussie Cossack Simeon Boykov, who is at uh, the Russian consulate in Sydney uh, because he's wanted on uh, suspicion of assault. He allegedly pushed a 76-year-old Ukrainian man down the stairs when he was uh, confronting pro-Ukraine protesters at uh, Sydney. I think it was was earlier this year's time. Time as he's already been in in prison uh, for naming a person uh, under a suppression order. Uh, so he's already been imprisoned for that. I mean, in my opinion, he should just. I mean. He he can't they, they can't they can't uh, take <laughs> airlift him to Russia from there, uh, so he should just come out and just do the time again. Uh, if, I mean, obviously it would have been hard on him uh, during the uh, it was still when there was the COVID protocols in prison. And uh, now tomorrow, uh, Thomas Sewell and Jacob Hershnet uh, they could be uh, heading back uh, to prison. Well, Thomas Sewell could be heading back to prison, I should I should say. He did seven months on remand after he and Jacob Hershnet were charged with armed robbery when uh, there was a confrontation between masked men and uh, Antifa who followed the NSN uh, to one of their camps in the Cathedral Rangers. Uh, both Thomas Sewell and Jacob Hershnet, they have pleaded guilty to uh, violent uh, disorder and so they will be sentenced tomorrow. Uh, so we shall see. And um, we might have seen the the last of uh, Thomas Sewell uh, for a little while. Uh, Jacob Hershnet hasn't been able to uh, attend or associate with any NSN members uh, because uh, he was uh, they he was deemed a a witness in the in the case. Uh, so once uh, they are sentenced and potentially serve jail time, uh, Jacob will be allowed to uh, rejoin uh, the National Socialist Network. Uh, now, I, I've mentioned, so uh, if no wins, then it's, uh, then it's due to white supremacist uh, propaganda, uh, Russian interference, 
and uh, of course uh, mis and disinformation as well. Uh, now, uh, we have had uh, Magda uh, Shibansky, uh, <laughs> who I, I have called Big Fat Sister. Uh, so she has said, yes, voters and reasonable undersides a favour. Please could you screen cap and document any misinformation, defamation, lies being put about by the No campaign accounts they are coming from just for future reference. Uh, thanks much, Lee. And I didn't create this Photoshop of Magda Shabansky <laughs> with the KFC bucket on her head and uh, the fact that she's so large, a scoreboard uh, could fit on her. Uh, but uh, <laughs> when, when you want to do a, a big, fat hit piece on somebody like Magda Shabansky, you should basically basically uh, uh, go, go for it. And uh, Magda Shabansky, her, uh, her, her misinformation and uh, disinformation reporting is already leading to uh, re-education of uh, people. We had uh, Magda turn up at uh, Rukshan's uh, place where he apologized uh, for all of the mis and disinformation he has been spreading. Hi, my name is Rukshan Fernando, and, and I'm here to apologize for saying that the Uluru statement from the heart is more than one page long. I have a very low yeah, tolerance. Yes, I'm so, 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 so sorry. The Uluru statement from the heart is just one page. Even though I quoted Professor Megan Davies I misquoted her when she said was longer than one page. For this, I apologize and accept my punishment uh, for spreading this information. I also want to apologize for saying that the, uh, the voice to parliament is racially, racially divisive. Uh, it is not racially divisive, even though it inserts race-based advisory body into the constitution. Uh, this does not mean it is racially divisive. I also want to uh, note that the image I shared of uh, Miss Magda here uh, in a certain uh, makeup attire uh, was in fact not an accurate description of what was portrayed in, in that image and was also misinformation and this information. For this, I am greatly uh, and sorry. We obey and I accept, the rules. The sooner this will yes, all yes, be over. I, I accept. I accept my my, my punishment. Uh, so Rakshan is fully reformed now, and. I'm not sure if any of you noticed, uh, we, we were talking about how large Magda has got, but look how uh, much uh, slimmer Rakshan is. He has uh, been uh, training and, and dieting and uh, he, looks, he, he looks in very good shape. Uh, now, he and Avi Yemeni uh, hosted Sam Newman on their The Opposition podcast on Thursday evening uh, because there was a, another attempt uh, to cancel uh, Sam Newman, uh, the AFL Hall of Famer, uh, co-host of the footy show uh, for 25 years. He now uh, co-hosts uh, the you, Not Can you Cannot Be Serious podcast uh, with uh, Hawthorne great Don Scott. I uh, it's, My headline is self-explanatory. Sam Newman did nothing wrong. 
and Sam stated the fact that these welcome to country ceremonies, uh, they were invented by Ernie Dingo as a tourism gimmick from the 70s. And he called upon attendees at the AFL grand final uh, to boo or slow clap the welcome to country, uh, which I would certainly encourage them to do. And now in an interview on 3AW Mornings with Tony Jones, he accused Sam of crossing some made-up line in the voice referendum debate. Because uh, the, the Yes campaign is, is, is losing there, because remember, Rules for Radicals, uh, the debate has always got to be on their terms. So if you step outside of their terms and they say, oh, it's unfair, or you're, you're, you're going outside the realms of respectable debate, and what's the other line they have? Our democracy is at stake. Uh, so it's uh, Tony Jones accused Sam Newman, well, asked, uh, didn't accuse him, I should say, but asked him if he was inciting violence with this comment. Apparently booing is now inciting violence. So uh, does that mean that when Adam Goods was booed, that was inciting violence, even though yeah, Adam Goods was being booed because he, he was a flog? who, well, he, he died for free kicks and everyone was sick of his uh, uh, championing of the black armband view of history and shaming that uh, 13-year-old girl who called him an ape, which he claimed was uh, she was the face of racism when she just called him an ape because he was hairy. And also uh, he asked, uh, Tony Jones asked Tom if he were, uh, asked Tony Jones asked Sam, I should say, if he was a racist. And Sam said, well, what is uh, racism? And then, um, not surprisingly, the 3AW Talkback callers, uh, uh, they uh, uh, they backed him, which shows just how sick and tired footy, uh, footy fans and mainstream Australians are with these Welcome to Country shows. before, Because they're before every AFL final. At the MCG, it's always Uncle Colin, and it's always a bloody bore. And uh, later on, uh, Tony Jones interviewed Lydia Thorpe, who called Sam a racist and a misogynist and called on the AFL to uh, ban Sam from attending all future AFL matches. There's now a petition uh, to get, uh, get uh, him... Uh, get him removed from the AFL Hall of Fame. And Lydia Thorpe also claimed that 30 years ago, uh, Sam Newman in Barnsdale tried to hit on her. <laughs> can, you, uh, can, can you believe it? And uh, Gillan McLaughlin, who's the outgoing AFL CEO, he's, he, he said, I'm not going to dignify those sorts of individual responses out in the community other than say I disagree very definitively. And uh, Dan Andrews decided that he would... Uh, uh, chime in saying, uh, when considering the perspectives of past footballers, I'm more inclined to heed the words of Uncle Michael Long over Sam Newman. And he said that, why would someone jeer at the most ancient continuous culture known to humanity? So a culture not evolving is is considered good. Like, so what is that? Uh, the Nordic people should... <laughs> should still be living like Vikings. That would be to, to, to celebrate. That's not a moment for disdain. It's a moment for celebration. Uh, Dan, uh, uh, Dan Andrews said. Now, uh, Sam, uh, I'll just play Huge this. day. We're we're advocating the no vote. And if you want to buy one of these caps, you can get them from MichaelChristianMenswear.com. Why you would say yes is beyond me. But if you want to, go ahead. Let's hope you don't. Uh, we spoke to Doc. 
Yes, so Michael Christensen's uh, menswear is uh, where you can uh, grab a a no cap if you if you want. Uh, so it's michaelchristianmenswear.com. Oh, what's happened to it? It's gone. What happened? Oh, don't tell me. Oh, that's that is genuinely disappointing. There. Oh, I hope it hasn't been pulled, and that that link is maybe it's sold out. Who know? Who knows? Uh, now. We've had also uh, coming out publicly against The Voice, we've had uh, Angry Anderson of, of Rose Tattoo, an actor on uh, Fat Pizza and Howzos. Uh, so he appeared on uh, Fred Paul show on ADH TV uh, to, well, he, he said the truth that uh, those pushing the yes vote are communists. He put out a lengthy statement on his Facebook page uh, saying why it was a no from, from him. And uh, Kamal on Twitter, uh, he uh, posted that he was voting no. Uh, he copped a lot of uh, backlash and, and abuse. Then he said he was voting yes. And so uh, he was praised for changing his mind. And Anthony Albanese uh, said uh, that there's Kamal Mentum now. Uh, he's an example of, uh, of uh, uh, people who can go from no to yes when they educate themselves about what the voice is really uh really about and so well kamal was uh, invited uh, invited on the project last night and i haven't uploaded this this video i've got to got to got too many got too many videos and now kamal uh in case you uh, don't know who he is he has been a, a singer in Australia for for over uh, 50 years. He was originally born in Malaysia. He is of Tamil Indian uh, descent. Uh, he has uh, backed the conservative side of politics uh, politically over the past uh, 30 years. Started with a flippant no about 10 days ago. Uh, and then uh, a few days later, uh, I was persuaded to believe uh, uh, yes would be the way to go, and I eventually got home. Uh, 48 hours later, I had reason to believe that I'd, I might have made a mistake. In fact, I did make a mistake. And knowing as much about it as I do know now than I did before. So hang on, Kamal, you were originally saying no, and then you went to yes. So I, are you back on no? Yeah, because no, because it, no is an informed decision. Uh, the yes, the first no was an uninformed decision, and then a yes was a semi-informed decision. And now, 100%, I am well and truly uh, committed to saying no. What, hang on. So, what what changed your mind? The fact, you know, the fact is that the this whole thing, if it, if this comes to be, it becomes based on race. The Aboriginals have, or the Indigenous Torres Strait Island people, already have a voice. It's a purely uh, an, uh, an opportunity of making an effort to find out what they want to say and what should be done for them. And uh, at the moment, it's $40 billion a year. $40 billion a year. What, what to is? The, for, to the Indigenous people. Where is the money going to? What? <laughs> so that didn't go to, to script. 
And now this was pre-recorded uh, on uh, the project. The project, a lot, most of their interviews are pre-recorded and they edit them before they go to air. Kamal said that he was unhappy with the project's edit. They made him, they, they, they made him out to look uh, stupid and uh, ill-informed. Uh, now uh, the yes voters who are praising him, they now say he's a senile old 88-year-old man. Uh, so again, this is proof that they need to ditch the celebrity endorsements uh, via the yes campaign. <laughs> like, why does it matter the vote of of one uh, person? Though this could be just an epic troll by Kamal uh, that he, he wanted to basically uh, uh, fool like uh, fool the yes campaign to say that oh yes, I'm coming around now, but then going into further and then say no and then trolling the project. If he'd done that, then I would say bravo uh you're actually you're, you're you're actually quite quite clever your brain is really sharp at uh, 88 so forget the celebrity endorsements yes campaign forget uh shark uh kathy freeman mc hammer john farnham uh gabriel mare has just uh, joined the chat what's up everyone uh good good to see you here gabe i'll tune into your show before mine uh, Linda Hunter says, uh, why are people so unkind was the better joke, Kamal. And uh, there, I'm not sure if this is the Thomas Sewell here, but he said, get in the gym, Wilms. Like, yes, that is blunt. Um, I could do some more exercise. I mean, I do some fast walking, but that's, 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 a, that's about it. When you're a news nerd for a living, you spend too much time indoors. So fair comment there and now uh, we've got andy nolt here saying of course the project pre-records lol they are so terrible i imagine their ratings are so bad these days well if channel 10 was actually a proper commercial network they would have axed the project many many years ago it's never rated it's just basically a vanity project by the executives so it looks like they have a entertainment and news program ron nelson says how weird are the people on q a the people on the far left are oh, q a it's even worse than the project it's so boring it's just all these pompous panelists in the audience saying where's such the enlightened people uh why can't everyone think the way that we do and of course uh patricia carvellis she is a far leftist from the the abc she is the new uh, new, new host of Q&A. She's also a Collingwood supporter, so another reason why you should not be barracking for Collingwood uh, this this weekend. Also, Barry Cassidy, uh, the far leftist who used to host uh, Insiders, also a Collingwood supporter. Uh, and, of course, Eddie Maguire, massive uh, SJW when he was Collingwood president. His brother, Frank Maguire, was a the Labor MP uh, for broad meadows uh, so there you go again i mean uh basically unless you prove otherwise i i consider all collingwood supporters are far leftists and, and maybe maybe there's a, i don't know maybe uh collingwood and antifa do two for one memberships but i digress so going back to q a yes patricia carvellis uh, she was also a a covert cultist uh, she was a a mask 
lover. Uh, she posted on uh, Twitter, I remember in 2021, uh, that flying double mask was the way to go. And now Anthony Albanese, last week, he announced that there would be a COVID inquiry, uh, but it wouldn't be a royal commission. Uh, so it would be a it would be a three 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 person panel. Uh, so say uh, so the if I if I go here that the where shall I go here this I'm just doing so make sure I get the the names right. Yeah, so there's going to be three 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 people on uh, this inquiry inquiry panel. Uh, so uh, there is going to be. Uh, why can when you Google <laughs> this is the thing about Google you Google you Google some information try to Google some information and you actually you actually can't find it. Okay, so here we go here. Okay, forget the name. So there's going to be an economist, epidemiologist, and uh, there is going to be a public administration expert. Uh, so, and but the thing about this royal commission is that it excludes unilateral decisions by the state. So it excludes Dan Andrews' lockdowns, Anastasia Palaszczuk's border closures. Uh, so it's supposed to only uh, only focus on the Commonwealth. Uh, so here we go here. So the epidemiologist is Catherine Bennett. She's one of the least bad epidemiologists. Uh, Dr. Angela Jackson, who is a health economist and former Director General of the New South Wales Health Department, Robin Cruck. Uh, so it's going to take a year. We don't even know whether there'll be public hearings. Uh, <laughs> I see that uh, New South Wales uh, uh, Welsh redneck uh, says uh, that uh, they're all women, so they'll all ask the right questions. The UK uh, COVID inquiry is just a joke. I mean, they're concluding that uh, Britain didn't lock down earlier, even though that wouldn't have kept the virus out. The New Zealand inquiry is chaired by Tony Blakely, who uh, was one of uh, Dan Andrews' favourite epidemiologists because he was pro-lockdown, and it was Tony Blakely's supercomputer that Dan Andrews based his slow pathway out of lockdown in 2020. Uh, now, uh, the Parola uh, BA uh, 2.86 has arrived in Australia. It was detected in Western Australia. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so we've got uh, got the 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 new super ninja variant here, uh, but uh, contrary to uh, the co uh, the the COVID uh, crazies uh, desires, it is not taking over the world. In fact, the latest US wave is peaking, uh, so it doesn't look like they're going to be able to in the United States uh, put a, a push masks and more boosters for much longer if uh, the amount of infections and people in hospital frith COVID uh, continues to, to go down. Uh, but here in Australia, uh, it is the, 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 disa the disaster warning is, uh, of course, uh, about a potential black summer of bushfires where it was 
coincidentally, it, uh, at the beginning of uh, the 30 plus degree days in Sydney last week, beautiful weather. It was beautiful down here. It's going to be beautiful weather here in Melbourne this week, 27 degrees for the grand final. But these high temperatures are really bad. The sunshine is bad. Uh, George Harrison's uh, Here, Come, Here Comes the Sun uh, song is actually now a horror song. Here comes the sun. Yes, so uh, coincidentally last week on the first 30-degree day of uh, the uh, spring and summer season, the Australian Bureau of Meteorology declared an El Nino event, so uh, hot and dry. It's a natural weather phenomenon. We haven't had one for eight years. And we have all of uh, these uh, experts and commentators on the news saying, we're not bushfire ready. Uh, and, of course, it's uh, the the... El Nino is due to, to climate change. I mean, if there was as much effort put in into making us bushfire prepared rather than just complaining that we're not bushfire prepared on the news, might actually be <laughs> it might actually be ready. Uh, now, Peak Ozyman has said, uh, "Here comes the sun, far right him." Yes, yeah, yeah. wanting there to be sunshine, uh, sunshine now, enjoying the sunshine. Remember, I, I did a whole program in the middle of uh, 2022 last year when it was over 40 degrees in the UK for two days. The, the Met Office and the UK Health Security Agency, uh, they, they put out a red alert uh, national emergency. And uh, now there have already been uh, major uh, bushfires in uh, Tennant Creek in the the northern territory and uh now uh, now some of those fires uh they have uh they have they have they have arrested somebody uh a man has been charged with deliberately lighting 18 fires uh, so i uh, already uh, there has been 18 fires in the northern territory lit by one one person which is that's incredible and we saw in uh greece 79 arsonists uh, andy nolch says that uh they are really taking uh, talking up the bushfires man i think they're going to light so many fires this spring and summer well that's that's scary that that there's a, that one arsonist can cause so much damage uh, now the northern territory uh things are really shit up there with all the the crime and dysfunction and uh, there uh, was one angry uh, Northern Territorian who uh, the uh, Chief Minister, uh, Natasha Files, uh, she uh, was uh, at a constituent event outside of Bendigo Bank. And so a, a local constituent decided to give her her just desserts. Run. Let's have a look at that again. Run. Now it wasn't a a cream pie. It was a cream freight. Uh, so it was a pancake with cream on it. Uh, now, obviously, uh, we we don't approve of of. Uh, of uh, political assault uh, with food, but you do get a giggle uh, when it happens to <laughs> to, to politicians that you uh, detest. 
And also businessmen you detest, like Alan Joyce. Remember, he got pied by the anti-same-sex marriage campaigner in uh, Perth in 2017. The last uh, uh, leftist politician to get pied was uh, Steve Brax, the Victorian Labor Premier, in, uh, around about 20, 20 years ago. And now uh, the well, alleged perpetrator uh, is a 56-year-old real estate agent, uh, Susie Milgate. So she's been arrested and charged with aggravated assault after shoving the dessert in Miss Files' face around 11.40 a.m. at Darwin's Nightcliff Markets. <laughs> Speaking to the media for the first time after being charged, Milgate dismissed the seriousness of the assault, questioning how hard is fresh cream? She got her good. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't, she, she was quite shocked. It was just a cream pie. I just wanted some answers. It was out of frustration. She won't talk to the people and address the real issues of Darwin. It's fresh cream. How hard is fresh cream? The 56 year old described her move as a slight error, but again, tried to underline the harmlessness of the object used in the alleged assault. It's a minor error. I didn't mean to cause her any harm whatsoever. It was out of complete frustration, not being heard and ignored for three and a half, nearly four years, not addressing the crime, the violence, the murders, all of Darwin. She does not care about anyone in Darwin. Envision circulating on social media, a woman wearing a green dress appears to approach Mr. Osmond behind before crushing a cream, cream pie loaded dessert onto her face. She came from the front. She didn't come from behind. Uh, so uh, in the interview, Milgate claimed to have contacted Ms. Files three to four years ago when she was the health minister over a health issue. Uh, Ms. Files has told Sky News she was left shaken by the incident and suffered some bruising to her left eye. Milgate says she disagreed with the extent of Ms. Files' injuries. I don't believe it's a soft cream. She's such a drama queen. Milgate reiterated there was no harm intended over the alleged assault and, and said everyone in Darwin has had a gutful of her. And uh, the interview came as misfiled in front of the media on Monday with a visibly uh, bru bruise under her eye. It's unacceptable behaviour and the police are investigating. I'll leave it to them uh, to do their job. Now, let's have a look again to see if she did. Let's see how hard it was and whether and which direction she came from. Run. And now I... Notice up here, uh, New South uh, Welsh Redneck says, yeah, remember when Fraser Anning and Craig Kelly work, both times the media cheered on the perpetrator. Exactly. Uh, Sarah Hanson-Young uh, described Egg Boy Will Conley as a national hero, and there was a legal fundraiser for him uh, to raise legal funds and uh, for more eggs. And remember, he only got a caution from uh, Victoria Police, though, Egg boy, he did mature into egg egg man. Uh, he uh, turned against uh, uh, the uh, Dan Andrews Labor government, becoming an anti-lockdown activist. And uh, now the 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 coward uh, girl who uh, egged Craig Kelly from behind, she just got a slap on the wrist by the by, by the court but remember when it happens to to what to, to one of one of the, the the lefties oh this is this is a uh, dangerous political violence and uh, i remember also 10 years ago i remember saint julia gillard uh when she visited a couple of schools she got sandwiches thrown at her there was one which was a vegemite sandwich and there was one which was uh which was a, a salami uh sandwich and of course i had a giggle at that uh <laughs> 
at, at, at the time. But yes, uh, it's 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 extremely it, it, it's it, it's extremely concerning when it happens to lefties. Uh, but apparently, it's uh, you can uh, make fun of it and praise the perpetrators if a right wing politician is egged. And uh, now. Uh, over in the United States uh, this week uh, was a delegation of Australian MPs. Uh, so there was from the Greens, David Shoebridge and Peter Wish-Wilson, uh, Teal Independent Monique Ryan, uh, Liberal Senator Alex Antic and Nationals MP, former Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce, a delegation to Washington, D.C. Uh, to lobby uh, the U.S., uh, to free Julian Assange, uh, that he should be brought home. And this is uh, Julian Assange. It is a, what is a press freedom issue. And it's an issue that has brought together allies from across the political spectrum. And this photo, which I've got up on screen, is, uh, has the, the five of them meeting uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Did you ever see, you would see, see this photo of Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, with Monique Ryan <laughs> and David Shoebridge and Peter Wish Wilson from the Greens. I mean, it's great that they're willing to work uh, all together on 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 this uh, free freeing Julian Assange, who's been well because he embarrassed the deep state. Uh, they are wanting to extradite him to the United States, charge him with espionage, even though how can you, he's an Australian, how can he commit espionage against the United States when he's not even a US, US citizen? Now, because he's not a mainstream media journalist, that's, that's the reason why they're going after him. And he is rotting away in a London, uh, London prison is absolutely uh, disgusting. Uh, so yes, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Monique Ryan. <laughs> I mean, they're opposite ends of the the the, the mask debate. Uh, that's 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 for sure. Uh, Lady Charlotte says, and the Americans took no notice of them whatsoever. Well, the deep state—they're not gonna—they they don't want to let him go. They want to make 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 an example of him. Now let's turn to Victoria. Uh, where uh, last week, uh, Dan Andrews, he unveiled uh, Victoria's housing statement, uh, which is setting a target of building 800,000 homes in Victoria over the next decade. And so uh, Dan, Dan Andrews is giving him, well, he is seizing planning powers uh, from uh, local uh, governments. Uh, so developers will be able to have uh, their applications fast-tracked uh, if uh, if uh, they uh, set aside uh, some social and affordable housing for those who need it most. Now, social and affordable housing, it's code uh, for public housing, uh, government-owned housing. Uh, now, Labor and the Greens, they don't believe in the Great Australian Dream anymore. They believe uh, in uh, the renters. Now, they hate the landlords and they want uh, basically the government to be the, the, the landlord. You pay your rent to the government. And a government which, uh, has, uh, <laughs> which ha has the power uh, to uh, give you a home, has the power to take it away from you 
or lock you inside your home, as we saw with those those uh, 12 uh, Housing Commission apartment towers uh, during COVID, the Wuhan level lockdown. Now, Dan Andrews, he is uh, he is uh, going to be knocking down all of those uh, 44. Uh, 44 Housing Commission Towers. Obviously, they've been bad memories and it's going to be rebuilding them uh, with more modern uh, features. I don't know, maybe there'll be automatic locking weld w <laughs> in welded doors. Uh, so next pandemic, next lockdown, they can uh, uh, residents can be automatically locked or welded in. And in fact, uh, there is on the Planning Victoria website, there is what's called future homes. And so developers, uh, they can already uh, pick uh, from uh, Dan Andrews uh, approved housing uh, to get their application fast track. So uh, developers, if they want to, if they want uh, housing build quickly, uh, they can pick a pre-approved home. So your home can look like your your apartment building can look like this or this or this or this uh, doesn't that look so all the homes are going to look the same in melbourne and in fact uh in uh, in uh this it's it's 44 uh the victorian building statement this is a i call this dan andrews a communist central planning uh public housing building document. Uh, so Dan Andrews, he's deciding uh, where uh, new Victorians or uh, those who, well, want, uh, who, th those who want a place of their own, he's decided where they're going to live. So there's, uh, there's going to be special, uh, a, a special zoning areas around what are called activity centers and priority precincts so that is where there's there's going to be low medium and high density buildings uh so if you live in frankston Moorabbin, chadston camberwell junction ringwood epping preston uh essendon north broadmeadows footscray uh fisherman's bend uh sunshine and east werribee uh, you're going to be getting a lot more neighbours in as well. And they're around all the uh, the public transport hubs, uh, so around Dan's uh, suburban rail loop. Uh, so they're around public transport, not around roads, uh, because, well, uh, in the future you won't need to drive and you'll be happy because everything you need will be in a 15-minute uh, city 20-minute uh, neighborhood. So Dan's got uh, got the the public transport and the public housing uh, for you to own nothing and be happy. Now let's go over to the UK where the Conservative government have passed the online safety bill. Uh, so when Rishi Sunak says that he's for free speech or makes any uh, empty promise, uh, it is completely worthless. So the online safety bill, it's basically the same as what Australia's proposed mis and disinformation bill will do. Uh, so the online safety bill gives the power to Ofcom, which regulates television and radio, uh, to regulate social media companies so that uh, uh, they can order, a, order social media companies uh, to censor uh, content 
I remember that Ofcom basically forced Mark Stein off the air uh, from GB News. Remember, because uh, he kept get getting com- uh, people kept complaining to Ofcom and their investigations because he went against the the COVID narrative. Uh, so uh, they are completely worthless. And remember, Rishi Sunak has not stopped the boats. Neither has Suella Braverman. Uh, they, they they are all comp- completely useless. You may as well just vote for <laughs> uh, Sakir Starmer and Labor. Although uh, uh, Rishi Sunak, uh, he has announced a a new uh, eugenics uh, policy. Would you believe it uh, or not? I uh, well, specifically, I, I it, it, it's about uh, eugenics when it comes to to dog uh, breeds. Uh, so, because there have been a number of uh, fatal attacks uh, by dogs who are of the uh, American bully. Uh, XL uh, breed. Rishi Sunak is basically well. He 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 is going to basically final solution uh, them. I don't know how you're going to make it so that they can't be uh, can't be bred. And now uh, Mark Collett or, uh, of uh, Patriotic Alternative. Uh, he posted on his uh, Telegram that he disagreed uh, with the American bully ban. He said, 0.3% of dogs commit more than 50% of fatal attacks on children. The only logical solution is to import more of these dogs, place them in the best kennels money can buy, put in place special affirmative action policies to ensure these dogs are given special rights in parks and other public places, then place more of these dogs around children while ensuring the children are educated more thoroughly on the specific needs of these dogs. Finally, special laws need to be passed, preventing anyone from making disparaging comments about these dogs. These policies will make life better for everyone and bring about a safe utopian society. See, look at that cute dog. He, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, didn't do, he, he wouldn't do nothing. Uh, so that's, that's, that's interesting there that, that uh, and I mean, dog breeding, I mean, the whole thing's eugenesis. I mean, dog breeds have have, have been created through uh, basically uh, eugenics uh, throughout time and time. And I mean, that's how the German Shepherd and Golden Retriever uh, breed were created. Uh, so obviously, all different breeds of dogs have uh, different uh, temp- uh, temperaments. I mean, I am a dog lover. Most dogs are dogs are are pretty good and if dogs are mistreated uh, or abused uh, then that's that will make them a, an aggressive uh, dog uh, regardless of the of the breed certainly uh, owners are irresponsible with their dogs if because they've been attacked in the street uh, children with uh, by just roaming the street uh, these american bullies which is just ups- absolutely irresponsible Now, uh, what else have we got here? We have got, well, uh, over in Italy, uh, we have got Georgia Maloney. She has just completely given up controlling the borders. Uh, all of those uh, <laughs> those uh, thousands of uh, uh, illegal African migrants who showed up on the Biden, uh, the, the uh, sorry, island, <laughs> Biden is also letting in lots of illegals as well. Sorry, that was a Freudian slip of the tongue. Uh, so, 
Uh, there is actually more Africans, illegal African migrants from, well, they've traveled from Tunisia. They're probably from all over Africa on that island as people actually live there. Georgia Maloney, she went to the island with uh, Ursula von der Leyen, uh, the uh, EU uh, president, and, and said we need a, a EU-wide solution. So she has uh, just, she's just a, basically another Angela Merkel. That's because that, Angela Merkel, she originally said she was against multiculturalism. She was for social conservative family values, but um, all Georgia Maloney is, she's just a, she's just a thinner, more prettier version, an Italian version of Angela Merkel. Another, like, they're all like, as we've seen, Rishi Sunak, the UK conservatives, useless. Uh, it's Georgia Maloney, uh, useless. Who else has been a great disappointment? I'm sure that... Um, uh, uh, mention in the comments uh, if I've left out a leader who's promised uh, great things and been uh, com uh, completely, completely useless. And now, uh, briefly, uh, before we end, uh, let's turn over to New Zealand. Remember, their uh, their general election is on October fourteenth, same same day as our voice referendum. Uh, so myself and Dewey DeBoer uh, will be bringing back Trad Tasman talk uh, for a Super Saturday special, starting from five pm Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time, because Daylight Savings starts this weekend. Uh, so. That will be live on the Unshackled's channel. We'll start with the New Zealand results, which begin to come in at 7 New Zealand time, which is 5, five Australian time. And then when the polls close on the, begin to close on the East Coast for the voice referendum, then we'll switch our attention to there. Uh, now, the polls point to that, uh, the, that uh, the national opposition leader, Chris Luxon. Uh, he will be able to form a slim coalition with the Libertarian Act Party leader, David Seymour. Uh, definitely uh, the Labour Party now under Chris Kipkins. They're polling in the mid-20s now. Uh, so he basically is just a lame duck prime minister at this stage, uh, taking over uh, from uh, the extremely unpopular Jacinta Ardern, who uh, took the coward's way out and decided uh, to resign before she was voted out. Uh, but, uh, uh, but she is still the, the darling of uh, the global uh, stage. And she appeared before the, the UN uh, because uh, she's championing the, the Christchurch call, uh, which is to, to regulate social media, to take down hate, miss and disinformation and this is what she told the un uh, general assembly in new york this week we launched an initiative alongside companies and nonprofits to help improve research and understanding of how a person's online experiences are curated by automated processes this will also be important in understanding more about mis and disinformation online a challenge that we must as leaders address Sadly, I think it's easy to dismiss this problem as one in the margins. I can certainly understand the desire to leave it to someone else. As leaders, we're rightly concerned that even the most light-touch approaches to disinformation could be misinterpreted as being hostile to the values of free speech that we value so highly. But while I cannot tell you today what the answer is to this challenge, 
I can say with complete certainty that we cannot ignore it. To do so poses an equal threat to the norms we all value. After all, how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal but noble? How do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists? How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they are subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology? The weapons may be different, but the goals of those who perpetuate them is often the same, to cause chaos and reduce the ability of others to defend themselves, to disband communities, to collapse the collective strength of countries who work together. But we have an opportunity here to ensure that these particular weapons of war do not become an established part of warfare. In these times, I'm acutely aware of how easy it is to feel disheartened. We are facing many battles on many fronts, but there is cause for optimism because for every new weapon we face, there is a new tool to overcome it. For every attempt to push the world into chaos, is a collective conviction to bring us back to order. We have the means. We just need the collective will. And now for those of you uh, who are Christian in the chat, do you consider uh, Jacinta Ardern one of the four horse faces of the, the apocalypse? And uh, now, as I've brought to you last week, uh, Kelly J. Keane, uh, she did not uh, return to uh, New Zealand uh, to attend the court appearance of uh, the intersex person who threw tomato juice on her. Uh, so that was uh, Ellie uh, Rubashkun. Uh, so uh, Ellie, who is also uh, known by another name as Elena uh, Goldberstein. Uh, so, uh, so Elena was uh, born in Colombia to a Jewish Ukrainian mother, then uh, became a political uh, refugee in New Zealand after uh, they were detained in Hong Kong uh, because uh, their, <laughs> their genders did not match up on their documents. Uh, so, Ellie Rubishkon or uh, Goebelstein uh, tried to get the the charges uh, dismissed. Uh, the justification uh, was uh, that uh, the um, that because uh, back in uh, twenty sixteen there was a there was a member of the public who threw a sex toy at uh, Stephen Joyce, a politician who wasn't charged uh but judge uh, ryan has said that uh, they will rule in uh, next month so october 26 judge claire ryan uh, will rule on that now before we finish let's go to canada uh, where uh, justin trudeau in the canadian parliament uh, accused the Indian government of assassinating a radical uh, Sikh separatist who's a New Zealand uh, citizen. Uh, this this was him. 
Over the past number of weeks, Canadian security agencies have been actively pursuing credible allegations of a potential link between agents of the government of India and the killing of a Canadian citizen, Hardeep Singh Nijar. And so, in response, uh, the Indian government has suspended uh, the processing of uh, Canadian visas. So, basically, Canadians are banned uh, from entering India. Uh, now, there are seven. There are seventeen uh, seats in the Canadian Parliament, which has about three hundred and fifty members, just off the top of my head, and. Uh, the leader of the the new democratic party in canada uh which is uh justin trudeau's coalition coalition partner the leader jamet singh is a sikh and uh, anthony albanese uh he was asked because remember that when modi uh, was uh, was uh, in Australia. Anthony Albanese described him as the boss. Modi was uh, followed wherever he, he, ever he went uh, by radical Sikh separatists who want to create an independent state of Khalistan in the Punjab province. Uh, Nirada Modi, Prime Minister of India, is a Hindu nationalist. And so obviously uh, views uh, the Sikh separatists as a threat to Indian security and uh, democracy. I've mentioned to you before uh, that uh, Indira Gandhi, Prime Minister of India, she was assassinated by two of her Sikh bodyguards in 1984. Uh, so it's not exactly uh, the, the Indian government jumping at shadows here. Uh, so uh, Anthony Albanese, when he was asked about, oh, what, what do you think of uh, the, this allegation? And uh, Anthony Albanese told, uh, the, told the reporter to take a chill pill. Uh, so India, obviously, in the geo, it, it, it fits into the, the, the geopolitical power uh, structure in that obviously that uh, Albanese, the reason why he has sucked up to Modi so much is because uh, wants to empower China in an alliance against uh, China. Remember, India is part of the the Quad uh, with the United States, Japan, Australia, and India is the Quad, basically the anti-China's club. And so uh, Justin Trudeau, uh, by well, basically accusing, <laughs> accusing, accusing, uh, it's now the world's largest country, India. It has more citizens in it now than China. Uh, accusing the world's largest country of assassinating a Canadian citizen on Canadian soil. It's a very serious accusation. He claims the Five Eyes intelligence, which includes Australia, New Zealand. UK and US uh, were uh, have been a part of the investigation. So we'll see how long the fallout lasts. Uh, but uh, India is, is certainly uh, taken offence at this accusation. And also uh, the, the the speaker of the Canadian House of Commons has had to apologise uh, for honouring a 98-year-old Ukrainian Nazi. Uh, so... This is by the speaker on September 22 in the House of Commons. I recognise an individual in the rally. I regret my decision to do so and accept full uh, responsibility. 
Uh, so uh, th- uh, this is the the opposition conservative leader Pierre Proulx says it has come out today that Justin Trudeau personally met with and honoured a veteran of the 14th Waffen Grenada Division of the SS Division. Liberals then arranged for the Nazi veterans to be recognised on the floor of the House of Commons uh, during a visit uh, when uh, Vladimir uh, Zelensky uh, was uh, was visiting during a session of the Parliament. Uh, This is the footage here. We have here in the chamber today Ukrainian Canadians, Ukrainian Canadian world veteran from the Second World War who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians and continues to support the troops today, even at his age of 98. And now you, you might remember a couple a couple of uh, weeks back, uh, one of uh, the uh, the uh, neo Nazis who was uh, protesting in 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 Florida, Hammer. Uh, I think he was part of the was he part of the Order of the the Black Sun or the the, the other one, Goyim Defense League. But he said he was he was pro Biden because Biden is pro Ukraine. Uh, helping uh, Nazis fight, fight fight the Russians, and this is of course the uh, where uh, the black and white narrative of uh, Ukrainians good, uh, ra- <laughs> Russians bad, uh, basically falls apart because uh, there were many Ukrainians who well welcomed uh, the the Nazis as liberators because remember that. Uh, Stalin was genociding the Ukrainians and the, the Holodomor as seven to 11 million uh, were killed. That's why there is this uh, remnant of Nazis in Ukraine. And because he fought against the Russians, and obviously Ukraine is fighting the Russians now, <laughs> they, they, they inadvertently uh, thanked a 98-year-old SS veteran who is enjoy- well. He's not. He hasn't been. Has he been hunted by the Nazi hunters and put on trial or 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 anything? I don't know the the background, but that is well. That that's what you call an insane moment in Canadian politics. There, so things are quite insane up there in Canada at the moment. Uh, that's the end of Tim's news explosion for a, another week. Another epic Tim's news explosion. I'll see you all tomorrow night. Uh, for uh, the theorists uh, with uh, Andy Nolch. And now Andy has asked me to share with you. Andy wants to uh, stage a protest on uh, Grand Final Day at Jollymont train station. Boo the welcome to country. Are you sick of the propaganda? Support no campaign, bring megaphones, flyers. Uh, AFL Grand Final, Jollymont station, Saturday uh, the 30th, I will uh, put uh, the uh, the theorists uh, link into the, the live chat. Make sure you subscribe to the Theorist YouTube channel. Give a thumbs up on all videos that are produced by Unshackled Productions. Leave a comment below on all our channels. Click the bell to allow for notifications. Uh, remember that if you want to uh, support the work of the Unshackled. You can take out an Unshackled premium membership. Uh, so it's bronze, $5 per month, uh, silver, $10 per month, gold, $25 per month, platinum, $50 uh, per month. Uh, so thank you everyone 
for watching. I'll see you tomorrow night. I will see, uh, I, I will be next covering a public event at the March for the Babies on Saturday, October the 7th. That it begins at 1 p.m. at Treasury Gardens, though I always get there at 12. And uh, it's led every year by Bernie Finn, a former Liberal MLC. He's going to be running for the Family First Party for the Senate, the next federal election. Looking forward to catching up with him and having a, a chat and see uh, some of you there as well. Uh, so there is a lot happening. And of course, our live stream uh, for uh, the voice referendum night. We I'll send you the link uh, very shortly for that. And also uh, there'll be a fresh report with Tiger Mountain with Richard Wilsoncroft. Ron Nelson says, how much does Marg get? Are you talking about membership? No, Marg doesn't get a cut of TU membership. It just goes to cover our ex the expenses of running StreamYard software, the, the the website and all the other things. That's That's what it... Uh, Bernie Finn is anti-abortion, Ron. Are you just trolling at the moment? <laughs> anyway, thank you all for watching. Great to see you all. And I will see you all again tomorrow night. Remember, stay safe, stay sane, uh, stay free, uh, stay cool because it's going to be warm. Put some sunscreen on, drink water, hat, and you'll enjoy the sunshine. Enjoy it, please. Good night, everybody. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.